0: Dr. J here and welcome to another episode of the playthrough. Today we're going to be talking about a new game that just released from Kickstarter by Colossal Games, Western Legends. Uh, before we dive into how to learn th- to how to play the game, uh, just remember that there's a couple of videos that go along with this if you're listening on audio only, and head on over to the playthrough.net to check out that and other content, and that's playthrough P-L-A-Y-T-H-R-U. Uh, and also, if you already know how to play the game, go ahead and click the link above. And it'll take you to our discussion of the game and what we thought about it. All right, so let's dive into how to play Western Legends. So the first thing that you need to understand about this game is that it's a sandbox game. And what a sandbox game is, is you can do whatever you want within reason. I mean, it's not Minecraft where it's basically open world, do whatever. But within the world of Western Legends, you're basically free to write your own story. And that's really what Western Legends is about. Each of you takes uh, control of a famous Western person, whether an outlaw or a lawman or a frontiersman like Kit Carson. And then you just sort of make your own story. Uh, So we'll go over first the turn order and how each person takes their turn. So we'll we'll use this fancy player aid here to kind of guide us through it. So the first thing you're going to do on your turn is you're going to gain either $20, two poker cards... Or one poker card and $10. Now the purpose of the poker cards is they're used uh, when you're fighting other people or when you're fighting bandits. um, And it's sort of like a high card wins sort of situation. We'll talk about the combat a little bit later. So you can $20 or two poker cards. Then you uh, choose which mount and which weapon you're going to use for your turn. So you've got all these different horses that you might be able to pick from or different guns. You have to pick one at the start of your turn. And then that's what you'll be using for throughout the rest of your turn so on your turn you get to take three actions and we'll talk to you about what those actions are so the first thing you can do is you can take a location action so if you see on the board here there's a lot of different little circle symbols that represent different places where you can take an action so these cards here that's the saloon this uh this barrel symbol here that's the general store you've got these pickaxes which show where the mines are at the railroad The cabaret, the doctor's office, uh, and then there's some bandit hideouts scattered around the board. And these two locations up here are ranches, and we'll talk about what those do too. So those are the locations. Oh, I didn't almost miss this one. This guy's sitting on top of the bank there, which is also a very important place on the board. So the first thing you can do is you can take a location action. You can use an action card. So some of the poker cards have actions on them, and they do various things. Some of them will give you extra actions on your turn. Some of them will just give you money. Uh, so there's a variety of actions on the poker cards as well. Uh, the next thing you can do is you can fight another person. And there's three different ways that you can fight and we'll talk about that when we talk about how the fighting works. And then of course, there's moving. So if you have a horse, you can move the number of spaces that is on your mount. For instance, Billy the Kid here has a workhorse and he can move up to three spaces a turn. Whereas uh, Kit Carson has a mule, and it can also move three spaces a turn, but if you upgrade it, it can move up to four. So if you don't have a mount, if you don't have a horse, you can only move two spaces. But you can do the move action as many times as you want to for your three actions a turn. So if I were this purple player here in Dark Rock, and I wanted to... Move down to the railroad. I could use my movement and I could go one, two as one action, one, two as another action, and then use my third action to get to the railroad space. But then my actions would be done. All right, so let's talk about the location actions. So the first thing we're going to talk about is the saloon. If you end up going to the saloon, and you'll notice the saloon is at an intersection of three spaces, you have the opportunity to go there and play some poker. And if you win, you can get. Money makes sense, right? If there are other players in the town borders, so if you see here, this person's at the saloon and this person over here is on the bank, but also within the borders of Dark Rock, they can get in on that poker game and play poker against you. Now, if someone else decides to jump in the game, you just use the poker cards from your hands and you p- play a quick Texas Hold 'em. You flip over the top three cards of the deck and then you put together the best hand. Whoever wins is going to take the $50 and a $10 ante from every player who decide to get in. If there aren't any other players who want to get in, you play against the dealer and someone else plays as the dealer. So the next spaces we're going to talk about are these ranch spaces up here. These ranch spaces are very important because there's two different things you can do here. So whenever you land on a ranch space, for instance, this character here, you can take an action to pick up one of these one of these cattle tokens. And then you have a choice about what to do with it. You can either... Take it down to the railroad, and that's called Wrangling Cattle. And that's going to get you victory points, which is how you win the game. Or, And it will also get you marshal points, points up here on this marshal track. And we'll talk about the tracks in just a second. Or you can take it to the other ranch, and this is called Rustling Cattle, which is bad. Uh, you're kind of stealing it from one ranch and taking it to the other. And that's going to get you wanted points and make you move up on the wanted track. And we'll talk about the wanted track and the Marshall track in just a bit. So, next we'll talk about the general store. Again, the general store is like the saloon, it's at an intersection of three spaces. So, if you're in one of those spaces, you can shop at the general store. And so, if you see here, there's all these different things you can buy. You can buy horses, you can buy guns, um, and each one of them has a dollar sign in the top right. And that's how much you have to pay in order to buy that item. If you'll notice, The guns and the horses can be upgraded, so if you go to a general store and you already have one, for instance, Kit Carson has this rifle. If he pays $40, he can upgrade his rifle, which gives it an added ability. It also gives points at the end of the game, so there's the added benefit of of that. So that's what you do at the general store. Next is the cabaret. This is the pleasurable company spot. You can basically go there and spend your money to get victory points. Um, It's $30. You drop $30 there, and you can get one victory point. They're called legendary points in this game, and that's what this track along the bottom of the board is. You'll notice there's this symbol here. Once somebody reaches that, that's going to trigger the end of the game, and you can kind of choose where you want that to go. When we've played, we've put it at 20. If you want to be sort of thematic and westerny, you could put it at 21, like blackjack. It's an option. Anyway, so the next space we're going to talk about is the bank. Actually, before we talk about the bank, let's talk about the mines because that's kind of important before we talk about the bank. So, when, anytime you're on a mine space, you and you take the mining action, you get to roll these two dice. And there's a few different symbols on the dice. First of all, there's the X, which is just gravel. It's bad. You don't want to roll that. Next is the dollar sign. If you roll that, you get $10. Then there's the dollar sign with the little Repeat arrow, that gives you $10 plus you get a re-roll the die. And finally, there's gold nuggets. And when you get a gold nugget, you take one of the gold nuggets and you put it in your little tin on your board. And you can have up to four of those at any one time. So the reason that we talked about that before the bank is that you can go to the bank here in Dark Rock and you can deposit your gold nuggets for money and for legendary points. So, each one is going to get you one legendary point and $20. So, lots of people, when they play this game, they'd like to go to the mine, get a bunch of, get four gold nuggets, and then take it back to the bank and just do that over and over again. And it's a pretty solid way to get points. Also, one other thing you can do at the bank is you can rob it. This wouldn't be a Western game if you couldn't rob a bank. So, that's one of the actions you can take. If you want to rob the bank, then you do a fight against the bank guard and like i said we'll talk about how to do the fights in a little bit but if you win you're going to get 80 dollars, and you're going to move up three spaces on the wanted track so it's the easiest way to get one end points is by robbing the bank um, so if you're a big outlaw that might be some incentive for you to go do that next is the doctor's office you can go here to heal any wounds that you get So if you lose fights, then you can gain wounds, and you go there and just pay $10 and wipe them out. And that's what this little tracker on the bottom of the board is. And then we already talked about mining. So that's all of the location actions that you can take on your turn, or throughout the whole game. So let's talk about fighting really quick, because there's going to be a lot of fighting in this game. This is the Old West. There's a lot of arresting outlaws, there's a lot of robbing people, there's a lot of dueling. And that's the different kind of fighting that you can do with the other players. So, let's talk about a fight with another player first. So, if I've got this character here at the cabaret and this other player decides to come in, they have a choice between three different kinds of fighting that they can do. If the person who they are deciding to fight is wanted, and the player is a martial, is on the martial track, Then they can choose to try to arrest them. So what arresting them does is it if you win an arrest, the person who loses is gonna end up in the sheriff station over here in Dark Rock, and then they will get knocked off of the wanted track. So if they have any wanted points, they're gonna lose all their wanted points. If you choose to duel them, that's just seeing who's the best, and you're trying to get legendary points. So if you win a duel, You get two legendary points. And it doesn't give you wanted or martial points or anything like that. It's just sort of like a competition between, I don't know, friends. (laughs) I don't know. Usually when you shoot somebody, something bad happens, but when you duel, it's not the case. And then finally, you can rob the person. Now, obviously, this is the funnest way to play this. So when you rob somebody and you successfully rob them, you're gonna get wanted points. So you're gonna go up on the wanted track. And you can steal, if they have a cattle token, you can steal their cattle token. And then you steal half of their money and half of their gold nuggets. So like I said before, there's that strategy of running to the mine and going to the bank. The downside to that is people are going to want to rob you if they see that's what you're doing all game. And that's how fighting other players works. Now, we talked about how you play with cards. So each player is going to have a hand of cards. And each time somebody fights, each player is going to put down their two cards. So these two characters are fighting. They're going to put down two cards and then simultaneously flip them over. Oh, Billy the Kid played a nine while Kit Carson only played a five. So obviously a nine is higher than a five. Billy the Kid is going to win this fight. It's very simple. The combat's very simple. And so that's one of the things that I really enjoy about the game. So there's one other way to fight and that's fighting non-player character so there's three different non-player characters in the game there is the bandits who are at the different bandit hideouts there's the guard at the bank and then there's the sheriff so they all work the same way basically what you do is you have your hand of cards and you again pick which one you're gonna end up playing and then the player to your right will take on the role of the NPC and they have these special fight cards so if you're playing a bandit they're gonna take two cards and they're going to pick one that they want to play and each one has a sort of special ability on it. So for instance here this player got a queen and a 5. If they decide to play the queen, it says the other player in this fight draws one poker card. And then there's the 5. If the if they play the 5 instead, the other player in this fight gains one wound. If that player defeats a bandit in this fight, they may not choose to gain martial points. So there's a number of effects on the fight cards. And the only real difference between them is If you're fighting a bandit, they're going to draw two cards. If you're fighting the guard at the bank, they're going to draw three cards. And if you're fighting the sheriff, they're going to draw four cards. So the sheriff is a very hard NPC to beat. Uh, So try not to get into a fight with them. Try to avoid them if you're on the wanted track. Which brings us to the wanted and the marshal track. So I'm going to talk about that really quickly. There's two different tracks, the martial track and the wanted track. And anytime you do something that's good on the side of the law, you're going to get martial points. And as you move up the track, you're going to get money, and then you're going to get legendary points. And then at the end of the game, you're going to get legendary points for which row on the martial track you're on. The wanted track is different. As you move up the track, you're only going to get to draw poker cards, so it's not as good. You don't get money or legendary points for it. But at the end of every turn, you're going to get legendary points for which row of the wanted track you're on. And so if there's a player who's up here on the third level of the wanted track, and they're getting three points every turn, that's going to make them a very big target for the martial players. Because they're going to want to stop them from getting that constant source of points. And so it really does simulate somebody being the most wanted player. And there's one other thing we need to talk about before we're done here, and that's these story cards. So at the end of your turn, if you had uh, have achieved one or both of these uh, conditions that are on these story cards, you're allowed to take one of your tokens and put it on the card. And when that card fills up, then you resolve the effect. So this one says, gain any number of Martial or Wanted points. Let's say the red player did that, and they put the token on the last spot. So we've got red and blue on this card. So this card, we're going to read it, and it's going to apply to the red or the blue players. And there's a whole story thing that goes along with it. And it allows you to put more bandits on the board, and the player who triggers it oftentimes gets to move the sheriff around. So there's a lot of upsides to completing the story cards. And that's, that's it for Western Legends. That's how you play it. It's just you go and you do whatever you want to do. So enjoy.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the discussion portion of the playthrough where we're talking today about Western legends from Colossal Games. We have Dr. J with me. Always thank you so much for doing the how to play. So if you guys want to know how to play the game, make sure you hit the link above there where you'll see Jared for roughly 15 minutes telling you how to play this so that may be a good or a bad thing
0: depending uh, some on. people might like it some people
1: i don't know i, I really want to hear not. if you're a dr j groupie leave a comment down below <laughs> uh, um, but so you know if we're gonna have a battle we always have to have rest the ko king <laughs> how are you doing tonight my friend Good. How are you uh, i'm doing great so if you're a fan of doctor or er, fan of the ko king leave that down below too and maybe we'll just have a informal vote on who people like more we'll we'll find (laughs) out this um so today we are talking about western legends just kickstarter backers have just barely got their copies delivered ish um and i believe it's hitting stores it's hitting
2: stores i saw it on uh one of the stores we go to kickstarter
1: version came out like a month ago or something like Mm -hmm. that
2: game grid had one so
1: yeah and so this is this is kind of a interesting game because it's different from what we've covered previously in the playthrough and that's the one thing i like about our gaming group is we go through a variety of it but this one is a sandbox game in in the sense that you don't you know you don't have to go do something right you yeah. get to make your you get to pick your options and do what whatever you kind of want and then everybody's competing
0: to get yeah points. and it's this not game's like,
2: all about the story for me yeah
0: and it's not like it's not like the type of game where you know there's multiple avenues to victory like a lot of games there's that you know there's multiple ways on how to win multiple strategies you can do this has that but it's just like do whatever you want go wherever you want and there's not a lot of sandbox games board games out there i can think of a couple so what
2: are some other ones so
0: Zaya legends of a Drift system is a space themed oh, we'll be getting
2: that soon I'm which excited. is
0: really fun i fell in love with that game the first uh, time i played and then merchants and marauders is a pirate themed sandbox
2: game one that i'd like to play
0: i also really enjoy um and then this is a western themed one they you need a strong theme to carry a sandbox game and I'm, I feel like Western Legends the theme really does yeah, come and, out and
1: I, I love it I mean because you and I we're usually the two people in our group that like really fall in when the theme's like yeah, super good yeah. and I, lo- I love all the character cards too where they give you at least a little bit of history of kind of each of the characters because they're famous names from western history and i've never been a big like western guy so i don't know a lot of these names so i i enjoy like reading kind of oh you know this guy he's a he's a thief but he tried to live the straight life and it didn't work so he went (laughs) back to beaver.
2: i'm like that's kind of
0: cool to know about my
2: character yeah i I like to listen to the young guns when we play this one yeah
0: (laughs) i recognize maybe like half the names and then half the names I didn't know. So it's really interesting because you do get a little bio on each of the characters and it's fun to play as characters that you didn't know anything about. Um, so I really like, like that portion
2: of it. I love your individual characters and their individual abilities. So I think uh, for me, the as much as I enjoy sandbox games and we've talked about this, I like you guys really enjoy the sandbox games. The one downside to sandbox games is the downtime. Absolutely. Um, Which kind of comes with the territory in a way. Uh, Not that you necessarily like that, but it kind of comes with it because everybody's got decisions and a story to make it kind of takes time to go around yeah and
1: i I feel like this one does a pretty good job in trying to limit that because you only have three actions to do right where some of these sandbox games or even some non-sandbox games you could do one action or do a 100 actions in a turn where you could just be sitting here where at least you know When there's three, you're like, all right, Russ is on his second action. It can't be this much longer. after. Yeah.
0: And you're right. It's something that all sandbox games struggle with. This one struggles less than others that I've noticed. So for instance, Zaya, that one, you have like up to four actions a turn. And if you decide to move, you actually have to roll a die every time and then move and then roll a die and then move. So it does take more time to take actions in that game. Um, Merchants and Marauders is more like this game where you have a certain number of movements or actions that you can take a turn. Uh, But that does kind of limit it. Where you run into issues in any sandbox game is like the general store. If I have three actions and I take the general store as my first or my second action, everyone has to wait for me to finish. If I use it as my third, the next guy can go while I'm shopping or whatever. Uh, But that's always a down always some downtime. So another example is if you go to play poker, poker can take a little while. Yeah.
1: Especially if you're not like, you're not in the city. So you're just like, oh, well, I can't. Even yeah. Play. And
0: so some actions take longer than others to complete. And so if you've got five people playing and two people decide to do poker, it's going to be a little while before it gets back around to the first person. So it's just something that comes with the territory because each player is developing their own individual story it's going to take time. Mm-hmm.
1: And oh, I should put a disclaimer. When you do get your copy, it's going to look similar to this because this is one of our few games that Russ hasn't gotten his. <laughs> the one difference,
0: on. we laminated <laughs> these player aids because the ones that came, I mean, when they come in the game, they are just the thinnest paper in yeah. the world. And they're like super useful I, too, like,
1: right? Yeah, For both sides. Great
2: player aid. But I the, didn't hate the. Th- Thickness of it, I think, because I felt like it matched the game.
1: But I worry uh, about the durability of oh, it yeah, for a
2: long for sure. term. It
0: was like <laughs> a textbook, a page out of a textbook, I, was I what know. the paper was made of. I know. But weird. before I,
2: we had my daughter uh, laminated. I was like, oh, we should have burned the edges and made it look more yeah, Western. Right. You know. <laughs> and then it was too late. So. Yeah. So
0: Do, we, the, the, do yeah.
1: we have a problem with trying to pimp out all our games?
0: <laughs> I mean, this one I don't feel like really needed it. So I've heard some complaints about the miniatures in this game and some of the components. I don't personally have a problem with the miniatures in this game. I mean, I look at them, and they're just as good as
2: Blood Rage miniatures. They're good miniatures. I think the problem is it's really hard to match up. Who is Doc Holiday? as an example. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm.
0: there's not dedicated miniatures for each character, yeah. which I think could have really improved the game and probably would not have been that hard to just kind of make them match a particular yeah. miniature. But that's not the case. And so that can be kind of a downside, but they look really nice.
1: Yeah. And this is one of those few games I've seen, like, the bases. They've tried to make the terrain on the bases because a lot of the miniatures are just kind of... Yeah flat pieces of plastic right yeah yeah um so russ i gotta ask from your i mean you are our painting miniature expert like how would you kind of rate these to some of the other stuff Uh, i like
2: them i've you know for instance this guy with the coat if you're watching on video i think you could paint this to make it look very lifelike there's good details uh i will say the faces is probably the one downside when it comes to details but you've got to understand these these are a lot like uh, I would say the zombie side miniatures the faces just at a small scale the faces just aren't going to keep
1: yeah it's hard to get those detail. details that's that just want,
2: yeah. like they're there but like you get a few coats of paint on there they might not stick out as much like it's just reality mm-hmm. so yeah I, I don't know if that's necessarily a down They're good miniatures for what they are. They're good tabletop miniatures. They're not Warhammer, but then again, they're not trying to be Warhammer, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. So, so, and then, so speaking of the game, I mean, I, I love, I love this game. Um, I mean, what? So, we've had this debate before about the wanted. You are not a track person. I I swear, anytime we play a game that has a track on it, your stress level goes through the (laughs) roof. But, like, so we've had this debate on doing the martial track and the wanted track because the the wanted track kind of you can see your progression in points, like right as you go, because you're getting points at the end of your turn, where the martial track is kind of more of that slow you'll get them all at, at one point um, where we've kind of had this debate where what I mean which approach do you guys
2: prefer to do first so I'll say this you come gotta to, be on one of the tracks yeah
1: and, so last and Russ, game we played come to the dark side Russ has never <laughs> been on the wanted I track I don't know why so come I struggle to the dark with side. going
2: to the because it sounds like a lot of fun and I have my strategy that I'd like to try but I'll say this you gotta be on a track last game and this is where I get stuck in the story in these stand box games is I was keeping right up with everybody and I was doing fine on score, but I couldn't complete any story. I couldn't go arrest anyone. I couldn't do anything because I couldn't get that first Marshall point And it was really frustrating. Uh, then I got it. Then I could go around and arrest and do things that I wanted to do. And my, score lagged but I was enjoying the story a lot more I think strategy wise with this game I think you kind of gotta do like a western you go on the outlaw track you score as many as you can before someone comes and hunts you down once they do and you've kind of scored a bunch of points on the wanted track then you become the marshal I think that's the best if we're going to say strategy to win, I think that's the best strategy.
0: See, and I'm not, I'm not so sure about that because
2: I like, be, you like because robbing. you like to rob the bank. I do. I love to rob robbing the bank, the bank is fun, man. Robbing I've done the it. It's awesome. Like the See, fun yeah, I love to arrest name. you guys. That was the best. That turn where I arrested three people between me and the sheriff.
0: Yeah. So the one in track for me is what I, I love to do just because, and, and it, it really matters what the other players are doing. If you yeah. got three people who are going on the wanted track, maybe you shouldn't jump on the one track with them. Maybe you should jump on the Marshall track to add some balance to the game.
2: Yeah. Cause if everybody goes wanted, right, you're just all going to score a bunch of points and it's a race. Yeah.
0: With, and I think with, and that's you're not the able and of you wouldn't be able these. to stop anybody who's right. up on the wanted track because if you're, A wanted player you can't arrest somebody else the most you could do is rob them and try to take their money and their gold nuggets you know that's basically how the only avenue you have to stop someone but if you're a martial player and you arrest somebody on the wanted track they
2: lose all their progress on the wanted track. you'd have to try to fill out stories so that you could move the sheriff to try to arrest them yeah it's really nice to put the sheriff places that they want to go the bank the bank and
1: and kind of speaking of the the stories like the first time we played this i didn't like i don't think i completed any of those but that i think is one part of the aspect of the game that a lot of people overlook but you shouldn't because it's super powerful right
2: yeah make sure that you realize you can only put one token down per turn because we played it and we thought that you could just Trigger them both. Yeah, trigger them both, and then
1: and then one one global guru of ours spent all his time at the cabaret entertaining the girls.
2: I will say that that I've read some that that people feel like it's it might be a little broken to go to the mine, to the bank, and back to the mine. And this goes back to the the tracks. If everybody's doing the same thing, it's a race for points.
1: Well, you know, those people have never met me. Because right. our first, the first time I played this, I'm like, I'm going to go mine. And when you mine, you get to roll some dice. First turn, first play of the game, I roll double gravel. But all you have yeah. to do
2: to stop this action, right? It, if you are just racing for points in a sandbox game, I feel like you can race for points in a sandbox game. If everybody is just racing for points, you're trying to solve a puzzle the way I trying to solve a puzzle. But that's a, I don't think that's where these games shine. If you're doing that, I'm going to go rob you. Yeah. Right. And then it, it alters what you can do. And it's not just about winning at that point. I'm trying to rob you, taking away the chance for you to just stockpile your gold. And then you have to alter your play. Yeah.
0: So. The, one of the things that I've I've noticed is if you're constantly mining and hitting the bank and mining and hitting the bank, you're not getting on any one of the tracks, right? You probably, and if you are, you're not moving up on the track at all. That can take a long time to do that. I mean, if you hit up the mine and you want to fill up your thing with four gold nuggets, that's at least two rolls of the dice. That's at least two actions, probably more because you're going to roll gravel or you're going to roll money and you're not going to roll the gold nuggets, so, I mean, it could be several turns before you're able to get there, get enough gold nuggets, and get back to the bank to cash them in. And if somebody's up on the wanted track, they could get just as many points doing that. Or if somebody's moving up on the Marshall track, there's some big legendary point payouts on the Marshall track that can encounter that. And if you your whole strategy is go mine and take it to the bank and you get robbed once, man, you're going to get stalled out. And so... Mm-hmm. If you do that, you're going to make yourself a target for the wanted people. I, oh, so, although I see people so trying to
2: do that because yeah. you're looking at, you know, I could get, if I roll well, I could get four points every time I take it there. Then I go to the store, upgrade my steed, right? Or, and then buy a mule. And I can do that. And every time I turn it into nuggets, it's a point. So I could, I could reasonably do that at a good pace. Yeah. But if someone rods me, or anything of that nature alters my story a little bit then it's then it's faltered the other part to that is you're really not using the sandbox for what it's for
0: yeah it is really Mm -hmm. a story generator i mean the first time we played i was up on the wanted track and i was at the top of the one in track and we was it me just you and Zach that we were the yeah. three of us were playing.
1: I was still trying to figure out what was going on. I or, no, I wasn't, there.
0: Weren't, I wasn't weren't there. here when we played the first time, but uh, I was all the way up on the one in track. So I was getting three points a turn and Russ and Zach are like, we got to arrest him. We got to stop him because I was making some serious, you know, progress and I was wild Bill Hickok. And if you don't know, wild Bill Hickok was shot in a saloon playing cards and what happened was you I gave ended up yourself up, man. I didn't give myself up, but <laughs> you did he, his special ability is he gets a bonus when he goes and plays poker and I needed some money. So I stopped at the saloon to play poker when I should have ran because I had a really fast horse. I could have gotten away, but I was like, I've got an ace in my hand. So if someone tries to fight me, I should be able to win. So I stopped and played a game of poker and then I left town and but it was close enough that Russ was able to catch me and he had some cards or some ability that ended up, he ended up arresting me <laughs> and I got kicked off the one in track. So I felt like I was wild Bill Hickok and I got taken down because I decided to play a hand of poker when I should have just run. For yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. He, Although for that mining thing, I, I do have to say I do get some enjoyment where when you get to the bank, you rob the bank and then you deposit your gold. <laughs> oh, I,
2: <laughs> I, I, I will say, in the yeah. game, I do love going to the mine, going to gold. What I tend to do is I like to go to the mine, go to the bank, go to the store, go to the cattle, go back down. Russ, that sounds like what all you do doing, every doing, that, day. doing some, you know, arresting and stuff along the way. So
1: This is Russ's fantasy life.
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, I, I think another good thing is that each player has an ability. Um, you can't use them till you're legendary five. They're not super powerful. Yeah, they, they They're yeah, fun. Abilities. Yeah, they could
1: give you the edge, but they don't necessarily guarantee um, you that edge.
2: I'm I missed my cattle wrestler. I forget his name, um, but I missed his Ice ability. And Ice and dart. Oh, I yeah, missed his ability last at the beginning because I was like, oh, I was picking up two cattle each turn. Right from the get-go, which is really nice.
1: Because normally you only can carry one.
2: Right. Um, and then your brother's ability last Bloody time. Bloody knife, yeah. Yeah, that, that allows you to go through these red areas on the board. And wow, that was that really changes some things. Yeah. Um, I so I kind of want to play that with ability, that ability, man. That ability yeah. would be so
0: good. So I kind of want to play as him next time we play. But there's so many people we haven't played. Yeah, that's that's
2: the beauty of it. But I love the theme of each character and their abilities. Yeah, and
1: and it works too. Like I've I've like the past two times I played, I've picked random characters, and they've all been wanted criminals. So I start on the wanted track. (laughs) Like (laughs) you played as what, like Billy the
0: Kid and Jesse James or something? Yeah, Jesse.
1: Yeah, Jesse James and uh, not Billy the Kid. Who was the other guy that Billy the Kid hung out with? uh, Butch Cassidy. Butch Cassidy. Yeah, that one was. You know, I always started up there and th- those are actually pretty fun. Like I-, I like actually just going through the deck, not looking to see what bonuses you have and just picking one and, and going with it. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> I always get like, when I get dealt characters, it's never who I want. Like I want to play as Kit Carson or I want to play as Alan Pinkerton, but I mm-hmm. end up playing as Bass Reeves. The, <laughs> the, and he, he's like a Marshall character and he started the Marshall track. And when I got him, I was a little bit like, Oh, He's not wanting. I want to be a bad guy. I want to be a
2: bad guy. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Every time I start, I'm like, I'm gonna go unwanted. Nope. I come on, I don't bro, Like the thought
0: of you <laughs> robbing the bank, just like you're just like, no, I, I can't do it. No. Yeah. Yeah. Pro to like a moral thing, like I an ethical thing. Know. Like it feels I wrong to do
2: that. Plus, I don't want to put a target on my back. I'm like, oh, they're gonna hunt me down. It's fun it's though. Yeah. Like it's like for right
0: people. And it's it's fun because you get that those constant points. But if there's too many, if there's a lot of martial characters out there and you got a fast horse like there was a time where I just sat here for like two turns on the edge of town because I couldn't move. I was too close to everybody. And I was like, if I move and do something, I'm either going to get taken out by one of these martial characters or I'm going to get taken out by the sheriff. And so I had to (laughs) sit there for like two turns and I got points because I was up there on the wanted track. But man, I was like I can't do anything else. And yeah. so there's upsides and downsides to to being a wanted character. It's yeah. a lot of yeah. fun and you really do feel like you have to hide out in the in a cave, cave. in yeah. the desert to yeah. survive.
1: Strategy-wise though, if you are on the wanted track, go get a horse. I made that mistake oh. the first time around. <laughs> And you need
0: a horse. Yeah, anyway. you you have yeah. to get a horse. If you're going wanted, though, get the Mustang, man, and upgrade the Mustang because it'll give you five movement per move action.
2: So I will you say need to run away from people. That without the expansions, Kevin's got it all mixed in already. Don't without tell me the, that. I'm
1: going to go sort these well, out.
2: No. Now. <laughs> um, there just didn't seem to be a lot in the general store. Seemed like the expansions the Kickstarter came with really just felt needed mm-hmm. when we played it the first playthrough without the expansions. Just because the general store, even I'll say even with the expansions, like I want more at the general store. Even though they're like I don't buy everything. I just want more. I want to go into Walmart. You, you I don't want to go in right? the in the general store. <laughs> yeah. so I want to go to
0: Walmart. And want buy everything, man. I want right? to buy a last and then the
2: the stories there is a lot of story, so I'm not talking about the back content because the back, the actual content, there's a ton of, yeah. which is really good. But there's only like four ways to trigger yeah, that, it. The kind of that cycles, to
1: do get to which those,
2: yeah. I guess, is okay, in a way. But like I said, there's tons of content. It would be nice the if there was like ten different ways. Like, yeah,
0: you know, rustle or wrangle some cattle that should, you know, trigger it, or you know, like. Win a hand of poker. Yeah. Or play in a hand of poker. Not even win, but play in a hand of poker on your turn. And that you know, something that causes more something.
1: like interactions too. Cause yeah. I, I think that would actually help. You know, you know how some people like to kind of just stay in their own corner and do their own thing, that if you had those story those story triggers, it would you know, they would it would force them to try to interact a little bit more and yeah. allow the game
2: balance to shine yeah. a little bit more. So if yeah. I play Ice and Dart again, I think I'm going to go on the Wanda track by rustling the cattle. I'm just going to go he's back He's not going to do it.
0: He's he's, he's he's The problem is somebody's going to drop the sheriff in this space oh, here. That's such a and there's pain. no way yeah. to get around him unless you go around yeah down in the but see
2: then then dark rock i just i i play that as long as i can then i just start going to put the cattle where they're supposed to be i get arrested once and then i go to be a marshal <laughs> and do cattle like it's they're supposed the to be not the best way to play this game always have to, to be, the white be the white night i night feel like, always I be the feel like night. you go be that you know the that, that outlaw and then the sheriff comes along, and goes, "Hey, buddy, I, you should join the law." And then I'm like, "I'm a marshal. I'm good." No, 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 I no. You, got, you got to start, You
0: got to start out as a as a prospector. And then once you have enough money to get a good horse and a good gun, go then the you go and you rob the bank. And you book it, and then you just when when nobody's looking, you go back and you rob the bank again, and you rob the bank yeah. again. No, see, yeah. what's Look, funny so, is that I,
2: at the end there's a way to score points that I like. And that's when you go to the brothel and you just buy your you, turn. You tip right? the girls. Yeah. yeah. So yeah.
1: so Russ, I just realized something. Um, so for all you guys don't know, Russ is a wrestling coach. Have you used this approach before you see a kid in trouble? Son, come here, join the wrestling team. This oh, will help. Like I, I just, I made the connection right there. That's, that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. He's just doing. a recruiter.
0: <laughs> he's like a military recruiter. <laughs> I realized that. And your choices are you can go to prison <laughs> or you can put on a badge.
2: This. Okay. So this little bandit here, if you're not watching the video, the bandit in Dixon Creek, bandit B. Screw that guy. He really <laughs> alters the game. Screw that guy. No,
0: he he screws me every time. I'm like, I'm like, okay, on my turn, I'm going to book it. I'm going to go from red falls over to dark rock. I'm going to rob that bank and then I'm going to escape. And then he shows up and you can't get through him. You have to stop and fight him. And you it could takes, with bloody knife and it takes, yeah, it takes an action. And so like he won't be there. And then someone, <laughs> whoever's before me will trigger a story. Spawn <laughs> bandits on spot B he'll drop there.
2: Especially like, end of yeah. game when you're like, oh, I need to get my $120 from the bank and then go over to ladies. Go see to the ladies. Yeah. Go, see to the the ladies. go to the cabaret <laughs> and and so you you plan out your last move and then that bandit shows up and yep. just ruins it all. Yep. This
0: one this one has done it as well. Both of the bandit bees, they kinda they kinda hose you because they are at choke points that you can't get around you, without going through them. You had to end a game the bottom.
2: on one of the games. I think it was the one you won where you went around like the last two or three turns and got all the bandits. Oh
0: yeah. So one time when we were, what was the ability? I had had a legendary legendary item was a horse. And what it was, was as a move action, you could move to a bandit camp, any bandit camp and the bandits. I was on the wanted track and you guys ended up arresting me and I got knocked off. And I was like, well, crap, there's not enough turns left for me to get points doing that and so what I did was I got that horse and I was bouncing around between the bandit camps taking out the bandits and getting Marshall points for them and I got a bunch of points off the Marshall track and I didn't actually end up winning that game but it got I me didn't. closer. No, it got me really close the last game we played I tied with Zach
2: for <laughs> you, the win. I will say no, that was me. Was it you? Yeah, that was I will say, for the win. That's right. I will That's say right. you have got to be really sure of yourself when you trigger end of game in this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can, if, if you're in a situation in this game where, you know, you've got one or two turns left, you're mining for points basically. Right. Not mm-hmm. necessarily like rolling and for gold, but you, you want to get purpose a purpose. Bu- you want to get plus to score twenty points. or whatever. Yeah. 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 So whether it's the cabaret or whatever, you can trigger a lot of points, and if you don't have a lead on someone and they've set themselves up to score a bunch of points, this is the first time we lo- I lost to Zach. I think he got 16 points in the last two turns mm-hmm. because of the turn order that someone may get two turns once end of game is triggered, and that is just rough. Yeah, so everyone's going to get the same number of turns, and so whoever
0: goes last on the first turn is going to go last in the game and so if for instance i am the first player and i trigger end of game that means it's going to go around i'm going to get one more turn and then everyone else is going to get a second turn and so that can be kind of risky and you're right what you were talking about before you're you're mining for points Most of the time when you're going through the game, like you're you're saving up money so you can go hit the general store and buy an item that you want. But as soon as somebody triggers end of game, you're like, well, I have to spend this money to get points instead. So you end up taking it to the cabaret. And there's a lot of things that people have throughout the game that they can use to score points, but they don't do it throughout the game because they're working on their story. But as soon as you trigger it, they're like, okay, I got to dump all this and just get as many points as I can. And you can fabricate an, Awful lot of points in the last two turns of the game. I mean, that Marshall track caps out with a six legendary point yeah. jump. If you get to the end, there's been so many times that we've played this game, somebody triggers the end of the game, and at least two people hit that six legendary point thing on their last turn. And so you really do have to be sure of yourself when you're triggering the end of the game.
1: Yeah, I remember when we were playing and i was like crap this game's going to end and i misplayed one like i bet you this game's going to be decided by one point and that's when
0: we tied yeah <laughs> I was like, it totally was crap. yeah i think we both made mistakes where we could have gotten that one more point and we didn't uh but it's it's fun that way it's it's really tense at the end of the game when you're adding up end game points and seeing who won mm-hmm. And it's just a really fun story driven game throughout the game. Yeah.
1: So I got to ask you guys, are there any negatives that you don't like about this game? I know the one negative I have about this game is these stupid border lines. Like if you're playing in a room where it's not lit well, or if there's like a light shining right on the board, sometimes you can't see the lines Yeah. and you're like, Oh
0: crap. (laughs) Sometimes the lines will run through like the buildings and stuff on the board and you kind of lose them. They're really light. The ones that separate the areas. In fact, you probably can't hardly see them on think the video. I not
2: big of a deal.
0: And if, if the light's shining on a certain way, sometimes it's really hard to see them. I just wish they were a little darker. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, it, it, And it's not, it's not a big gripe for me, but I remember when I first was playing, sometimes you'd have to adjust it for me
2: because I couldn't yeah. see, and I thought yeah. I, was, I had to move into the yeah. next one. I can definitely see it.
0: One of the other things that I struggle with sometimes is I wish there was a little more to do like i wish there was like one or two other action spaces out there that offered something else to do and i don't know what else would would you do in the old west i know there should be like what would you do you could like break horses or something or right that would be cool right Build a barn or something. I don't know. I, would, I wouldn't mind like trying
1: to
2: do a train robbery. Rob, or yeah, something. rob
0: a train. That would <laughs> be <laughs> okay, cool. Sweet. That would be
2: cool too. You
0: know, like just just a little bit. Something just a little bit See, more. Train
2: robbery down here by Spikes View, and then like horse up here, where instead of buying from the general store, you could do you could try to break a horse. Like roll a dice, and you if you roll, you know, five or six, you get this horse if you roll yeah. under, you don't break the yeah, horse or something like that you know
0: there, be there could be like go hunting or something yeah you know there's there's all kinds of cool stuff you could add to it and the board is a little bit crowded as it is so yeah. it's not like there's a lot yeah. of space to add in more stuff maybe a little bit bigger board with a couple more spaces and it it could be even better but i i like it the way that it, it is re-
1: re- i'm surprised you hadn't said like you know, add a Cthulhu or a Lovecraftian monster. A <laughs> little <somewhere>. church.
2: <laughs> <laughs> little church. There could so, be a church. Just, I don't know what you do I there. will say my... I have said that my stuff about the general store, and my problem is not necessarily with the game. My issue would be with groups that you might play with that they're worried about winning the game. It's like we talked about the mining... Especially if there's not a bandit there, you could you could mine for gold, get four gold, go to the store, you'd get four points or the bank get four points, take that hundred and twenty dollars, go to the cabaret, get three, four more points, three four more points, then go back to the mine. You could do that, especially if you had like one upgraded Mustang. Like that's all you would need to do, and that just. Even if that person didn't win, it would frustrate me in the sense like I'm playing a story. Yeah, this isn't this yeah. isn't
0: a game for min maxers. Yeah. Who are just, you know, what's the fastest way to victory? And I've played sandbox games with people like that. I've played Zaya with a guy. Sorry if you're watching this man. <laughs> With a guy who min-maxed the crap out of it, and it was the most unfun yeah. I've ever had playing that game. This is for people who really love theme and love to get immersed in it. Also, if you're one of those people who doesn't like player interaction or like combat stuff, like a lot of like your plans can get screwed up by other people beating us. Not out, yeah. Me. So if do
2: not game- play this game because this game is meant to be that kind of right. game. If you're playing this. Like a Euro where you're just trying to manufacture the points type of thing. Like an engine builder type right. thing. I mean you can quote unquote break the game that way and you it might not be that enjoyable. But I don't think the game is is meant to be played that way. Like we said though, you could make sure the bandits there. You could move the sheriff even without you trying to go arrest or rob. So you can do stuff to stop it. Um, but this is the type of game, like when I play, I sure winning would be fun or the anxiety of winning it is is enjoyable. But for me, it's all about the story. When I got really... Heated and salty when we were playing this game. It was because I couldn't trigger a story. Like I was just stuck without getting a marshal point, and I couldn't go arrest someone. I wanted to go arrest, arrest Kevin. You could have gone and on the wanted track. I could have, but I wanted to arrest you. And I was <laughs> I like, wanna Why, wanna why can't
0: I just be a marshal? let me be a marshal. And I, I am the one to blame for that because <laughs> the first, like the very first thing Russ did was he went and he tried to arrest a bandit, and I ended up playing. What was it? The five or the nine or card or whatever it was. The five here. So, if a player defeats a bandit in this fight, they may not yeah. choose to gain martial points, <laughs> and so it really put him on the back foot at the beginning. He's like, "I didn't get on the
2: martial track, so I can't arrest people." And it really, it was really it rough. was funny though, because at that point, I think you and Tank and were behind me. I was like a point or two behind Kevin, so. Like I was scoring points. Yeah, you were up there. Once on. Once I track. started doing the other stuff, like I wasn't scoring points. I came in last, but I sure enjoyed the game a lot more. <laughs> that's
0: so
1: true. I, I kind of want to play this game one time where you come in spurs on cowboy hat, <laughs> have nerf guns. And if the person's taking too long, you just start shooting with the nerf guns.
2: <laughs> so so that's my, my two cents about it. I really enjoy the game. It's a lot of fun. If you create a story... If if you approach this like you do,
1: just games having a fun adventure, maxing, right? You know? Yeah,
2: that's not to say you can't be competitive and try to win, but you know, don't just go buy points.
1: Yep. Uh, so before I forget,
0: how how did you feel about this rule book? The rule book was actually pretty good. I mean, we learned it right out of the rule book. Um, it was pretty clear. If, you, if you're looking to find something like how combat with the sheriff works or something like that, it's in there. I didn't really have a lot of problems with it. It wasn't perfect. Again, put an index in your rule books, people. <laughs> the player
2: aids are very,
0: very good. The, up- 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 the player game. aids make up for any shortcoming yeah. that the rule book has. So I would probably give it like an eight and a half out of 10.
1: It's a good rule Fair. book. It's pretty solid. And then, all right. So do you guys have any kind of final thoughts on the game before we go?
0: I mean, nope. so there's not a whole ton of Western themed games out there. That, you We've know, done two. There, there, there's there's some, <laughs> but the genre is generally <laughs> cartoony and more goofy than it is serious. And I like serious themes. So this one definitely you has like space space How is serious, serious man do.
1: that's the f- new frontier man that's frontiers there yeah
0: but this has a very this has a more serious theme more serious artwork it's not the historical
2: part of it is really cool. yeah
0: it's not like most wanted That's really cartoony or like cult express which is also very cartoony it's a more serious game and i really enjoy that as far as sandbox games go this hits a good spot i don't want to say it's my favorite because i think it's a good introduction into sandbox oh, it's a great games. introduction to the sandbox games sandbox games it's all about what theme you feel like playing Flick 'em up's up pretty serious right shut up <laughs> if i'm in go the- back to your candyware <laughs> yeah. if i'm in the mood for a western this is the game i'm going to go for every time if i'm in the mood for a pirate game i'm probably going to want to play merchants and marauders Space game, maybe not Zai because there's a lot of other space. There's games a lot really of good enjoy. space games. But if I'm in the mood for a space sandbox game, I mean, that is the go to game. So if you like sandbox games, I would really encourage you to pick this up. If you like Western games, this is my favorite Western.
2: They're on the Young Guns 2 soundtrack and get some western legends <laughs> or going. just a bon jovi cd yeah <laughs>
1: um yeah and i i wish more games would do this like i love the general store being able to visually see what card you want with them standing i know people are like well you could get Uber We're well we're not sponsored by UberStacks, but UberStacks, if you want to sponsor us <laughs> yeah uh, but
2: this thing play through like it cool, at ktdata. Like it's got the theme, theme. it's yeah, very it, cool it
0: says does it say general? Yeah, it's a yep. general store. Oh, it says it on both sides. And it and, and, and it and comes with IKEA instructions.
1: I've yeah. got to put it together. And you don't have to like get up to try to see stuff too. Because that's always my drawback when I play a lot of these games that have a common place to buy stuff. Sometimes yeah. you can't see things and I'm like, what what is over there? And you gotta like get up and look. I like this where you can just look over
0: it. And this fits nicely in the box,
2: just the way yeah. it is. I would say whatever character you use or whatever. Go wherever the cards or whatever you buy. The go that direction. The wanted track. You know, have fun telling that story. Don't force force a story. As I tell you, I love the Marshall track. You <laughs> should just when, go that. That's why I chose the character. When I was
0: playing his Bass Reeves, I was like, man, I want to go wanted. Why did I pick this guy? Because I felt like I couldn't <laughs> go wanted. I'm like, that's not true to his story. I have to go arrest wanted people now and it, it was still a fun game yeah um and this game
1: i don't know why to me it screams pimp me out maybe it's because i saw somebody's copy <sighs> or they put like yeah. actual plateaus out on it and i look wow. at this player board i'm like maybe I should learn how to leather work so I can make a cool leather, leather work of this. Cause that, I mean, There's it looks a so good. Cool. Yeah. With a pouch, Slip the money. Like, How cool you. would that be? I, yeah. I, I would love it. Um, so, but we want to hear your guys' thoughts on Western legends. If you've played it or if you haven't played it yet, leave a comment below on YouTube or shoot us an email, the playthrough at ktdata.net. Um, and check out our page, theplaythrough.net. For,
0: P-L-A-Y-T-H-R-U. Yeah.
1: Like drive through for that and convince Russ to come to the dark side so guys hopefully you enjoyed our discussion of western legends and we will see you next time on the playthrough